This is our podcast, the $1,200 work find that'll really make you think before you hit send. Mm A company in India is doing this, Neera. My people. Your people are onto something. Love it. Plus, OMG, a new online trend that's actually not terrible. This is actually maybe something good online for us. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. And also signs of intelligence that actually don't mean you're necessarily smart. Okay. I think you might relate. Uh (laughs) You. Yes, you. Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Okay. These are signs of intelligence. But doesn't actually mean you're smart, but people may perceive you as intelligent. Yes. yes. Anything I can do to come across as intelligent. Listen to Ace I need this. Uh, automatically. Duh. <laughs> okay. Some things are often incorrectly perceived as signs of intelligence, okay? <laughs> these okay. Are, but these things, they've done this research, they've done this study, they said when people are this, on this list of signs, others in the community in the world, just in society, are like, that person's smart. Okay, great. Okay? One of them is being a contrarian. Perfect. So disagreeing with everything, just disagreeing with whatever is common, disagreeing with the world, disagreeing with just everyone just because you want to disagree. Two words, Top Gun, Maverick. I guess it's three words. (laughs) Damn it. Top Gun, Maverick. Yes. Everybody loved it. Yeah. I hated it. Okay, but that was just because you were being spiteful. No, I tell everyone. I was like, no. worst movie. How is it up for an Academy Award? This is ridiculous. I, I was reading this because I actually disagree on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, I love that this is a new thing that you've just figured out. No, seriously. Like, naturally, like, I disagree with so many things that people can say or conversations. Or I like to really pull another side and be like, well, what about, you, you know? You like to argue. Have very healthy brain conversations. Yes, for sure. And then when I read this, that being contrarian doesn't necessarily mean you're smart. I was like, but wait, I'm not doing it to sound smart. I'm just doing it because a lot of people say things that I'm like, well, I I disagree though. See, but that does make you smart then. You're being a contrarian for an actual valid reason. I'm just being a contrarian to just annoy people. Okay, got it. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay, another one that makes you like a sign of intelligent but doesn't actually mean you're smart is having a good memory. No. Or knowing just a lot of trivia in general, just knowing trivia answers. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes people think you're super smart, but it is not a sign of intelligence, apparently. I'm always good at like one of 10 categories in Jeopardy. Like if it's like pop music, I'm like, boom, you're mine. Right. Or like TV theme songs. I'm like, ha ha. But if it's like (laughs) science, I'm screwed. But there's a lot of people who just have a photographic memory. Yeah. And does that actually mean they're smart? You don't know, but they just could have an amazing memory. But being able to remember everything—that does—that means that to me is smart. That I'm well, it's it's a gift that you have. Sure, I wish I had it. Right, uh, fast talking hmm. is another sign of intelligence, apparently, <laughs> but doesn't actually mean you're smart. Okay, okay. these are all things that I was like, what? Wow. Also, using academic jargon. 
Okay. Long-winded terminology, uh, knowing just a couple of fancy words, using them. Is it like the Latin words? Using Latin words. Oh, just Lord. using big words. Mm-hmm. And people are like, whoa, that person's smart. That person's intelligent. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't actually mean you're intelligent because people just could use, could just take out a big word and be like, I'm going to use this today and someone will think I'm smart. Perfect example. In Law 12, I learned something called... Um, fiduciary duty. <laughs> you okay. never forgot it. Never forgot. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to... And I pull it out and people are like, mm, may I look at you? I'm okay. Like, how often? <laughs> like, how often does a word like fiduciary, fiduciary duty. duty come up? Because the words they gave as examples are like, if you use the word articulate, mm, okay, people yeah. think you're mm. smart. If you use the word accolade. <sighs> accolade. Well, yeah, like, Good yeah, the accolades. Write that down. Brevity. Oh, hello. Right? I don't know I need an accent for some reason. I don't know why. Brevity. Uh, anomaly. Well, that's a good one. Okay, using words like that, people are like, whoa, that person's smart. Mm. So yours, mm-hmm. fiduciary duty. duty. Which is like, if you had a pool. Yeah. And you didn't have a fence around your pool. Yeah. And you had someone come over and they fa- they fell in your pool and drowned. Yeah. It's your fiduciary duty as the owner of the house to have a, a fence around the pool. Right. Otherwise, what happens? Death. <laughs> See this? <laughs> Don't ask any follow-ups. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. OMG, Nira, a new online trend. But this one is actually good for us. Okay, okay, okay. The new online trend is de-influencing. Okay, okay. Let's hear more about de-influencing. Forget influencing. By the way, influencing, content creating, a $15 billion a year industry. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) But the new trend is de-influencing. Okay. De-influencing is for people who are sick of being told what to buy. Yeah. What to wear. Yes. What to post. Where to go on vacation. De-influencing is here to curb consumption and cut down the mindless shopping. Okay, so give an example of de-influencing. Pointing out things like you don't need to post a hashtag OOTD outfit of the day. Nobody in normal world wears a different outfit every single day. That is not normal. Hmm. That is expensive. Mm -hmm. That is not real life. But wait. Are you sure about the nobody wears a different outfit every single day? Like, what if you're mixing a new your, outfit? Oh no, no, no! I mean, so, like a new. Oh no, no! These it. influencers would be like, "Hey, oh. full new outfit, and you'll never see them in any of those pieces again." Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah. But I'm like, I you know, I like to switch up my outfits. No, no, switch up. Yeah, yeah. Mix, okay. match. Yes, yes. That's yeah. smart. That's yeah. like good for your wallet. Yeah. Expecting yeah. or thinking it's normal that somebody should be wearing a brand new outfit every single day. Can you imagine? No, really good way of getting around the influencing aspect of the whole outfit of the day hashtag. And mm-hmm. you're trying to like be de-influenced is watch, uh, go back and watch the OG episodes of Sex and the City and watch Carrie and the way she dresses. Okay. Uh, she's a really cool de-influencer in terms, I know she had a massive shoe buying addiction. So don't, minus I the I was going to say. Minus the shoes. Like, this outfit costs $13, except these shoes were 800 exactly. Minus the shoes. I go back and it's really cool mm. inspiration to go through your closet, not having to buy things and really think about thrift shopping. Okay. She's really cool, man. Okay. Yeah. No, that is good. Yeah. But de-influencing is like on the rise. And it's like, you don't need to go to a resort. You don't need to post a 
perfect selfie in the crystal waters of like where can you afford to go? Exactly. Can you afford to go anywhere? No, but I am cool. I want to. I oh, finally I want to. I haven't been anywhere in so long. I can't remember the last time I flew somewhere with sunshine. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I did go to L.A. last year. But, I mean, that's different. Right. What you know was your mean? outfit of the day? <laughs> oh, Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Do you want to be proposed to within six months? Let's do it. <laughs> there are some people listening right now. They're like, I would love to be proposed to. Some people. Within six months. There are many. Okay, there's a there's a little trick. I mean, trick being kind of the wishy-washy word here. Okay, no, wait. Is this for men and women? Is this for everybody? Could no, this work for everybody? I think this could work for everybody. Okay. I actually heard this in the documentary, Pamela, A Love Story. You know, the one about Pamela Anderson? This is a new one on Netflix? Yeah. Okay, just, I want to see it. It just came out last week. It's called Pamela, A Love Story. If you haven't seen it, I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. thought it was really good. It gives a really interesting narration to the story of Pamela Anderson because now it's being told from her from such a vulnerable place. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. And also, the way she talks about her past and some of the clips that they put in of media coverage that she got, it really showcases how misogynistic the media world was, still is. Mm. But especially at that time, the way these men in the industry were talking to her, portraying Mm. her, whatever... They, they, they shouldn't have been allowed to do that. Yeah, no kidding, right? It's, no, it should not have been allowed. You look back at her stuff, you're like, oh my gosh. that was She lived a hard life through that media coverage. And in this uh, documentary, Pamela Love Story, because she's been married quite a few times uh-huh. and engaged quite a few times. And she, she loves love. She's just like, I, I don't care. I love love. I love love stories. I love love. And if you want to be proposed to within six months, according to Pamela Anderson, this is what you got to do. The best way to get married is to tell someone, I am never going to marry you. Within six months, you're married, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you just tell them, I'm never, I don't want to marry you. I'm never going to marry you. You specifically, or I'm never going to get married. I got to hear it again. The best way to get married is to tell someone, I am never going to marry you. Within six months, you're married, for sure. You got to say to someone, I'm never going to marry you. Mm. I love you, but I'm never going to marry you. It's like something... In their brain is like, but I, but I, yes, I, you I, will. Yeah, I, now I got to get this person to marry me. <laughs> she goes within six months. That's it. You will be proposed to. You will be married. It'll happen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like when you meet a guy and they're like, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I'm just taking some time for me. Yeah. I remember meeting a dude and I was like really into him. I was like, oh yeah, look at this guy. And he's like, yeah, I just, I just, I had a bad breakup. And just so you know, I'm not. Like looking, I was like, <laughs> like I've never wanted someone more <laughs> just because I knew, I like I couldn't get him. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, mm, something yeah. about that is very like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you. I know it Not becomes a, a challenge. Yes, a challenge, right? And but yeah. she did it on purpose, so she knew. Yes, and she's like, I'm never gonna marry you to the guys she wanted. And she's like, that's it. And then it always happened. Hello. Well, okay. First of all, she's her. Well, yes, it helps. But you know what? If you watch her documentary, you really realize you realize that. You know, it's hard to explain. Like, the things that even happened to her. Like, mm. how did that happen to Pamela Anderson? She's Pamela Anderson. Okay, no, wait, no. Didn't you force your husband to marry you? No. Trick. I gave an Trick ultimatum. Him? Ultimatum. I was, like, I was like, like, let's stop whatever this is. Like, cut it off. He's like, dating? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, cut it <laughs> off and let's move on then if there's no future here. And then that was it. Whoa. <laughs> 
Coachella. Yes. So that's a form of this. I think so. I agree. Yes. Hers sounds a little softer. <laughs> it yours, was, probably. but it worked. It was. Holly and Nira. It's time to play Holly and Nira's Finish the Love Lyric. Less than a week away to Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. Can't wait to see what you got me. <laughs> I can't wait to see what I got you, too. <laughs> we have a two-night stay for two at Sparkling Hill Resort and Spa. You're oh. qualifying this week with us. Holly and Nira's Finish the Love Lyric. And just for qualifying, we're giving you $150 cash. Spend it however you want for your Valentine's Day. You can buy yourself a little treat or buy your lover a little treat or go out with your girlfriends. Whatever. Yeah, it could be a Galentine's Day. Whatever. We love Galentine's Day. And we love Vinny in Langley, who's calling with us this morning to play. Good morning, Vinny. Hey, good morning, you guys. Oh, my God. I listen to you guys every morning when I drive to work. Every morning. You guys are awesome. Oh, Vinny, you're so cute. Now, you're buttering us up. I love that. I know. I know. know. Don't worry. Don't worry. We got your back, girl. We are going to play you a classic love song. You just have to sing the next line. You got to finish that love lyric for us. You got it. Okay, take a listen one more time. Here we go. You open the door and you hear in my heart and my heart will go on. Okay, let's listen if she got it right. It's coming up. (laughs) You did it, girl. You did it, Vinny. Congratulations. So do you sing, like, just for fun on the side? What's your your deal? I have been trained in Indian classical music for about 10 years of my life. Oh, my God. Classical Indian songs. So let the Mangeshkar high on your list? Yeah, very much. Very, I, I actually was so appreciative that you guys, uh, uh, you know, did a shout out when we lost her. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah, rest in peace. Let the Mangesh go. One of my all-time favorites. Actually, all of the world's, well, Indian people, Bollywood. Oh, we yeah, love her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. We love her too. But yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Congratulations, Vinny. Thank you. You got $150 and you are qualified for this amazing weekend away for two at Sparkly Hill Resort. If you win, who are you going to bring? Very good. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, I don't my even God. Think she you. She no, she do, do you know who you'd want to take with you? Like, do you have someone? My husband. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, for life, ball and chain, you know. Aw, it might be you and your hubby Friday morning that we're calling. In the meantime, 150 bucks on us so you guys can enjoy Valentine's Day together. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, guys. Love Thank you. you so your next chance to play Finish the Love Lyric with Holly and Nira is tomorrow morning at 710. Why Beyonce rarely gives interviews. <laughs> she gave us an answer about that, though. That's today's top biz story. Beyonce, as in Queen B. Beyonce says there's a reason why she rarely gives interviews. I mean, think about it. How often have you seen Beyonce in an interview the last 10 years? Yeah, like none. Hardly, right? Like, it's not even... She's like, nah. Well, she says straight up, quote, I feel my music speaks for itself. 
my here, my my fans hear what I'm going through with my music. They can relate to it. That's all that really matters. That's it. She's not wrong. End quote. She's like, you want to know me? You want to know where I'm at? You want to know how I'm feeling? You want to know my views on the world? Mm-hmm. Listen to my music. Yeah. I mean, think of when she was angry. Ooh, angry Beyonce. Just ask Becky with the good hair. I mean, no one really just has hot sauce in their purse. Do nope. I mean, I to do. pour it in the eyes of the woman who your husband is sleeping with. Okay, well, I have hot sauce. Okay, purse, but... okay, well, watch out, Gary. <laughs> I know, watch out. But yeah, she's she's kind of got a point. She's yeah. at that place where she doesn't need to do these circuits, these media, this hype because yeah. she's Beyonce. It also makes her like a little bit more like alluring. Yeah. Because and she, she's like, I don't know. You can't touch her. You can't get near her. You can't even. Been, you can't even buy tickets to see her show normally. You can't. You can't. And you she have also to be special. Wants you know she doesn't want to do it, mm. so she doesn't have to. That's her big thing. She's like, I don't. She doesn't want. have to now. Just for the if if you were a musician <gasps> no, no. starting up, she used to do she them used all, to. and she would let herself be put in situations that she didn't want to be in just because she thought she had to. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, I I don't have to. I don't have to answer to anybody. Yeah. Good for her for being in that place in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, now there's this new movie. It's coming out. Ashton Kutcher, Reese Witherspoon, It's Your Place or Mine. It's going right. to be on Netflix, okay? And uh, people were like, what is going on? Because when they're doing, speaking of doing the interviews, doing the media circuits, promoting their film, Ashton Kutcher, Reese Witherspoon are going around doing red carpets and talking about their film. Uh, there's all these strange, awkward photos of Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher at their movie premieres and their press junkets because Ashton Kutcher doesn't know how to be around her without causing affair rumors. Oh, interesting. He's like, look, if I stand next to her, if I stand too close, and if I put my hands on her, if I put my arms around her, everybody's like, they're gonna have, they're having an affair. Mm. He's like, if I just keep a little bit of distance, and if I keep my hands in my pockets, there's no chance for the rumor. People are like, oh, they don't even like each other. He goes, actually, we're really good friends, and I don't need to prove anything to anybody. Everybody's in this, I don't need to prove anything to anybody really are. right now. Mm-hmm. Also, is it Mila Kunis who's like, don't touch her? No, Mila Kunis apparently texted them both uh, when she saw some of these like press junket photos yeah. and videos. She's like, why are you guys acting like that? Can you guys yeah. at least act like you like each other? Right. She's like, your chemist, where's your chemistry right now? Are you trying to promote a film, or are you trying to like dump it? It did make me wonder about the movie because I was like they yeah. are so weird on this in this photo like right? what's the movie gonna be no they're really good friends but he's just like I don't know he's like there's so many rules now and how you're supposed to behave not behave as a man around women and while well, he's like just I'm gonna keep it safe maybe he can't control himself <laughs> maybe he has the problem I don't think that's the issue <laughs> and believe it or not it is happening you remember the movie I know what you did last summer Yes. Freddie Prince Jr., Jenner, Jennifer Love Hewitt, <laughs> the classic scene. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? So, so good. In the rain. She's spinning. She's White spinning. shirt in no, the rain. It was a mint green. Whatever. It was Frankie. Yeah, very, through. very, very low. And she had the cute little, like, mint green little Cardi sweater on top. You know, it was the sets that we used to sell back in the day. Okay. Uh, they're getting a sequel. <laughs> Great. <laughs> they are. Don't they already have one? They had two sequels. Okay, to I was going to say, I feel like I but saw one. A sequel is in the works, and right now they are negotiating with Freddie Prince Jr. and Jennifer Love Hewitt for the return. 
of I Know What You Did Last Summer. And it was the 1997 slasher film. Four friends got hunted by a murderer after they tried to cover up an accident when someone was killed. They're saying the whole success of the Scream franchise and mm-hmm. the resurgence of that is really showcasing that people want this. We need slasher films. We loved it. Like Scream, the next Scream movie is coming out uh, in a month. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all brand new resurgence. And that's exactly what's happening with I Know What You Did Last Summer. Let's do it. Hopefully they get these two on board. It would be really cool. We need that uh, mint green set. Yeah, the little like Cardi and Tank find set. find that as well. So cute. I'm Nira and that's The Biz. And it's brought to you by Vancouver Young Actors School. Act now. There's still space available. Visit VancouverYoungActorSchool.com. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Virgin. What is the belated window? Say you forgot somebody's birthday. What's the what's the window? How long after the birthday can you send the happy belated birthday text? Happy Because I screwed up. I missed a birthday. Okay. And I know this person is a birthday person. Okay. AKA okay. the worst kind of people in the world. Okay. Celebrate know- me. It's my birthday. It's going to last 14 weeks. No, it's usually a day. Congratulations. It's usually just a day. Oh, no, this one drags it out. I'm going to have one party here, and then I'm having another party the next weekend. Oh, Oh, well, if you're going to the parties, then it's fine, because you can just say happy birthday at the party. Well, thankfully, she didn't invite me to the parties. Oh, well, then what are you feeling so bad about? Because I feel like this kind of, this person needs, she needs it. She loves her birthday. Okay, so the rule is, if you forgot their birthday, but you're still going to a birthday party, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to be like, happy birthday, because party even though it's later, sure. whatever, yeah. easy way to get around. I it. was waiting to say it to you face to face. Yeah, exactly, or whatever, it's fine. Um, but if you are not going to be invited to any of her parties, mm-hmm. I usually give about a week. Okay, well, I'm way done. I'm done. And the worst part is she wished me a birthday. I don't know, or happy birthday. I'm like, how dare you? Well, your birthday was in November. Yep. Did they, she just wish it now? No, no, she actually <laughs> remembered, like, on my birthday. Oh, the worst. If she just did it now, I'm like, you got lots of time, girl. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm just wondering, like, can we just forget birthdays now? Like, we're old enough. We okay. don't need, come That's on. That's a whole Are other. We, let's just stop. That's a whole other thing. Now you were first, you're like, what's the window to say yeah. happy birthday? Now you're like, can we just forget about yes, birthdays? Yes, let's just, can we not just be done with them? We're Why? not seven years old anymore. But I think when you are showcasing birthdays still, like you have children. Yes. I still, I I want my kids to see that my birthday is also important because then it helps showcase that theirs is important. If we're just celebrating them and we're not celebrating ourselves, what is it showing them that as we get older, we're no fun anymore? Yeah, I guess so. Why, why would we want to showcase that? I don't know. What, it, why it's okay not to have a massive thing. Well, it doesn't have to be a massive thing. I, don't, I, I haven't done anything for my own birthday in years. But if someone says to me, we'd love to take you out for lunch for your birthday or let's go out for drinks for your birthday, I'm like, oh, that's very sweet. Sure. But I haven't planned anything for my birthday in forever. Don't you always get a cake? Don't you still get a cake? I think I had a giant cookie last year. Yeah. Even that. Maybe a banana bread. <laughs> Maybe a banana. <laughs> wow. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. How to find your sense of purpose. Purpose comes up often. That word, purpose. But how do you find your sense of purpose? Apparently, there's just one simple but powerful question that you are supposed to ask yourself. To find your sense of purpose. Oh, God. Are you ready to go deep? Because I don't think this is simple. They say, they say, whoever they are, they say one simple but powerful question. You ready for it? Okay. 
What legacy will my life leave behind? <laughs> they said this is going to be simple? What? <laughs> yeah. Say the question again. Okay. To find your sense of purpose in life, just ask yourself one simple but powerful question. What legacy will my life leave behind? And I got thinking, I was like, dude, when was the last time I actually gave thought to my life legacy? And really what you're supposed to do, so I try to simplify this. I really started looking into this so I could like explain it in simpler levels. Thank you. Okay. For example, great accomplishments. What kind of impact have you been having? Mm-hmm. What kind of fulfillment have you been having with yourself? Uh, what are my deeply my most deeply held values. Um, How can I use my short time on earth as wisely as possible? The best way to seize each moment of the day that brings you joy and fulfillment. What kind of choices are you making where you know you have nothing to prove? God. Uh, And once I've passed from this world, what do I want my obituary to reflect about me? Oh, wow. So if you... Think of your life that way. You will be able to answer this simple but powerful question. What legacy will my life leave behind? Did you think it was simple? Because I didn't think it was simple. Nothing about this sounds simple to me. Right? And then my first thought that comes to my head is my kids. Yeah, and also... But then is that good? No, I really... When I first read about this study, like how to find your sense of purpose, I was super into it because of you, Holly, because you get really upset when people say their purpose, uh, they found their purpose after they, they've had children. Yeah. You're like... Ugh. It upsets me. I'm like, who so are cliche. you? Who are you? Don't forget about you. Like, cliche, I found my purpose. But I get, I understand very deeply why people believe that they have found their purpose after having children because you do start to really think about the planet a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And maybe that kind of nudges you to make better choices. Mm-hmm. You do start thinking about what kind of behavior are you showcasing to your children? And that nudges you to be a better human. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not that your children are your purpose. is that right. maybe your children kind of nudge you in the direction of of finding purpose mm. but like maybe you know what i mean yeah so i think maybe they make you reflect and think about things differently it's slightly synonymous, synonymous having children and finding your purpose yes big word right yeah so now you yeah. thinking about you and your sense of purpose simple question what legacy will my life leave behind God, I don't know. i'm gonna leave you with that this morning simple but powerful for your wednesday yeah really simple Hey, I don't make this stuff up. I just deliver the message. Shoot the messenger. No, thank <laughs> you. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. How many bad episodes can you handle of a show before you say bye? I realize I have no patience for bad episodes. Like, one bad episode, and I'm like, hmm, I'm out. You just realized about this about yourself now? I'm a massive, like, show quitter. I'm, I very easily quit shows. Very easily. Okay? I just started watching this new show on Apple Plus. It's called Shrinking. Yeah. The new Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford Yeah, I, I was. I heard some good reviews, and I was wanting to check it out. By the producers of Ted Lasso. It's got big Lasso vibes to it. Yeah. I'm on the third episode. And still not... Third episode, oh, episode one, good. Episode two, good. Episode three, meh. And I'm out. Oh! I think I'm out. You do it even if it's the third episode? 
Okay, my time wait. is so precious. Wait, 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 wait. Episode one was good. Yeah. Episode two was good. Yeah. Then episode three, you weren't mm. feeling. Then you're like, that's it. It took a weird out. turn. I was like, oh, no, here we go. Okay. I feel like they're setting up to lead down something that, uh. Okay, so that's it. You're done. I think so. And like a House of Dragon was the same. Like, it doesn't even matter how much hype is around a show. Like, everybody's like, gotta watch House of Dragon, House of Dragon, House of Dragon. I was a big Game of Thrones fan. Yeah, please don't bring that up because I was very upset that you quit House of Dragon. I know. It's a very sensitive subject for you and I. Yeah. And I don't like to bring it up because that's not what we do. We are Game of Thrones girls. I know. And we were on top of it with Game of Thrones. Yeah. On top of it. We knew everything. And then House of Dragon came along. You quit. You quit. Yeah. You, you didn't finish. Mm-hmm. And I'm still really upset about that. No, I know. I mean, I'm upset about myself. But I just, I cannot handle a, a couple bad episodes. There was no bad episode yes, of House of Dragon. I, I did, it got annoying to me. I'm like, no. There was not a oh. bad episode, though, mm. of House of Dragon. It was weird. It, it was weird, weird yes. But there yeah. wasn't a bad episode. It was too, like, redundant or something. I'm like, we get it with the incest and the okay, dragons. You know what? Blah, blah, blah. I thought the incest was your favorite <laughs> part of Game of Thrones. You were all about the Lannisters, Jamie yeah. and... Oh, well, I mean, those two, come on. Okay? Woo! You, you have changed. <laughs> I used to be into incest. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Hottest new parenting trend out there right now. People are talking about this. It's called... Zodiac Parenting. Yep. Exactly how it sounds. It's parents who think parenting is written in the stars. They really invest in the stars to figure out what kind of parenting week, day, month they might have. Mm. They really look into their children's horoscopes to get a feeling and understanding of their children's behavior for that day, that week, that month, whatever. Mm. And they themselves then look at their own charts and what their behavior may be like and try and base it around the stars before they parent that day, that week, that month. Because if you really do believe in astrology, you know that there's... Holly, you do this. You send me my horoscope on a weekly basis. All the time. I'm like, whoa. You know what? To be honest, Mm -hmm. I saw one for you yesterday Mm -hmm. and it was too much. I didn't send it to you. Right? I pre-read it and I was like... Chick cannot handle this today. Okay. So, okay. Think about that for a second. <laughs> You're my coworker. Yeah. You happen to Slash re- BFF. <laughs> I'll just, just, okay. okay. Yes. yes. She wanted Slash BFF, coworker, yes. whatever. And you read my horoscope mm-hmm. and realized, oh, I can't send that to her. It's going to be too much. Yeah. Now imagine that I am a child. Okay? okay. Just imagine little Nira in the house. You're the same height as a grade three, so this is easy. Yes. You need to calm down. I'm five foot three, and yes, oh, I may be. With heels. Yeah. No, I'm five foot three before heels, Amazon no. woman, five foot 12. I'm five <laughs> nine. No, you're not. Okay, anyway. Okay, go. <laughs> so now, pretend I am your child. Mm-hmm. Little Nira's in the house. Adorable. You're, Obviously adopted, by the way, because you're, you're brown. <laughs> yes. I'm white. Yes. You're, you're mommy Holly. Okay. And you read my horoscope. Mm-hmm. Now, based on that, and you read your own horoscope as well, mm-hmm. and you're my mother, what would you maybe think about in terms of parenting and how you would parent me that day or this week? Think um, about that. Based on your mood, your mood yesterday, Nira, no. and, your, <laughs> and, and your intensity level, yes. and your horoscope that uh, was like, buckle up. Was I won't it? tell you more, but 
Oh, wow. Yesterday was not a good day for you. Today is a better energy. Do you feel that? Yes. Okay. So based on, if it was yesterday and you were in a mood and you were doing your thing and I was like, whew, this is going to be an intense day, I would be really, (laughs) I'd be very gentle to you. I'd probably make you what you want for for dinner. Okay, okay. I'd make a favorite meal. Okay, yeah. Uh, I might pick you up after school and be like, you know what? Want to go, like, whatever you like doing. Okay. Like, my kids like going to the library right now. You want to go to the library and pick out new books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I don't know. I'd be kind to you. and like kinder. I'd know. I'd be like, chicks and tens. Let's let's just slimmer down. Yeah, so there are days, you know, when you have those, and that's why yeah. the Zodiac parenting business, whether you believe in it or not, to believe it or whatever, yeah. there are days when you just know, like you said, you can pick your kids up after school, and right away you know the energy's off that day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And no matter how hard you try, they're just not in that mood to talk to you or shake it off. So Zodiac parenting would be parents who would maybe already kind of have that and be ready. They've kind of checked their child's horoscope. But okay, I'm just going to brace myself for what pickup may be like today. You know what the key would be to the Zodiac parenting, though? You'd have to find one source. Yes. And stick with Because yeah. you can look up your horoscope 10 different places, and they're all different. Yeah, I know. So you got to pick one. No, it's true. You have to have and then your, go with it. the common and have that yeah. it works for your family or whatever. Well, yeah. I'm not saying this is what I'm doing. I just, this is what's really trending right now is Zodiac parenting. A lot more people are starting to really believe in the moon cycles and energy. Retrogrades. And, yeah. And how it's kind of affecting people and yeah. their moods. A lot of people think this is like hokey pokey, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But yeah. I mean, I'm very good at now realizing when they're having a bad day, usually I'm like, shake it off, just shake it off. But sometimes they can't. Yep. We can't shake it off. Why are Correct. we expecting children to shake it off? Very good at saying, you know what, why don't you just take some time, go upstairs, because it's not fair for everyone else to have to deal with your energy right now, mm-hmm. because we don't know how to. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Like, if my kids are going through mood, I actually don't know how to navigate this with you right now. And you clearly don't know how to navigate. Why don't you go take some time to your room? Nobody's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Just reset. You can throw whatever you want around as long as it's not breakable. Make as much noise as you want. Whoa. Yeah. And then I like, can come down when you've like cut, like when you've changed your state. Okay. If I was your mother, you would not be allowed to throw whatever you wanted. Why? I said it's not breakable. Go to your room. It's stuffies. You're grounded. It's stuffies. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. The $1,200 work fine that'll make you really think before you hit send. This is amazing. This is actually the best. And I want our own company, Bell Media, to to, to listen up and start doing this. Whoa. Okay, Okay? listen, listen. A startup company in India has a next-level vacation policy. Okay? This company in India imposes $1,200 fines to any employee who disturbs another employee when they're on vacation. Ooh! Yes! Nice. Leave me alone! Nice. This company believes so strongly in the benefits of fully being able to unplug and get away from work that they're like, if you bother them Mm -hmm. when they're on vacation... Mm $1,200 $1,200 fine. Yep. So someone can really check out before they check in. You know what I mean? That should be their slogan. I'll email them that. <laughs> Very good, Nira. Right? Let the person check out. Yeah. You really, I, it's so difficult because we still, I still, I should say, will open up my email. Even mm-hmm. when I'm on vacation. Oh, dude. We're too, we're easily, because you can get us. You can get us. And also because I don't want the anxiety of my return and all the stuff that I may have missed. See, I don't care about that. You know me. I know. I wish I could be like you that way. I, I have that anxiety. I went on maternity leave for a year. Literally came back. 
hit like shift. Control all delete. Yeah. Well, not now that would shut my computer <laughs> Sorry. down. Sorry. Here. Yes. <laughs> I held the shift button. I scrolled all the way. Delete yes. like a yes. billion emails gone. I don't know yeah. what I missed. I don't care. See you later. Deleted folder. Deleted that too. Done. Right. I don't care. Okay. And I love not being bothered when I'm on vacation. Okay. Is this your new thing? Because before on days off, you would still try to message me about work. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be annoyed because I'm like, go away. You're on vacation. Yeah, I know. Like, go have fun. Well, that is different. If I'm asking, then you no. have to return it. No, because I, I'll no. waive the fine. No, because when you're also asking, yeah. I've also put you in vacation mode in my brain. Mm-hmm. You're on vacay mode. Yeah. In my brain. Mm-hmm. And then when you're trying to ask me stuff, I'm like, whoa, wait, who is this? Mm-hmm. Remember when you told me not to bother you on vacation <laughs> yes. and something major yes. happened here at work, like yes. some major drama yes. went down and I was like, Nira is going to flip. And yeah. I'm like, but she's, I'm not going to tell her. Yeah. Then she came back. She's like, how could you not tell me? Yeah. You didn't tell me something <laughs> gigantic. It was huge. It was gigantic. It was huge. And you're like, you, you told me. You yeah. straight up said, I'm, like, Sorry. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to actually check out this vacation. Yeah. I need to just disconnect. Yeah. And I, Nira, did say to Holly, don't bother me. And you would not have been able to chill no. had you known this information no. on vacation. This is I, d- I left you alone. But then I was more mad that you didn't even tell me because it was know. something so big. I, I don't know. know, actually. I don't know. Maybe it's good that you didn't tell me because then I did actually enjoy my vacation. Then I came back, but it was too much when I came back. What are the rules? I don't know. What's the answer? I don't know. Never come back. But I, That's the rule. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't want the $1,200 fine, but if I never come back... Just retire. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya. Holly and Mira.